Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Hello, welcome everyone to the final Wednesday Night War podcast. The war is over so bad, I just kicked Sean Ross Sapp out of this hosting position. And I said, I'm now the host, you know? It's, it's a marathon, a, not a sprint, Sean. We and I'm staged the host a coup, yeah. a military coup. That's how this war ends. <laughs> we just got him out of here. I'm hosting. Alex Polowski is here from Sour Grabs. Robert DeFelice from the News Beat and many other things is here. I'm Jeremy Lambert. We're here to talk NXT TakeOver, Stand and Deliver, Night One, AE Dynamite, AEW Dynamite, the final AEW Dynamite head-to-head with NXT TakeOver. Pawlowski, what's going on, buddy? Uh, you know, um, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's the last one of the, one of the, the Wednesday night war shows. And it's, it's like only a war because one of them surrendered. So it's like, okay. Um, and the thing is like, I, I, I get to cover the show that surrendered. I'm, I'm yeah. going to be doing, I'm going to be doing the Tuesday night show starting next week. where just me talking about NXT. And honestly, it was supposed to be a sour graps esque show, but after tonight, I have no reason to not be optimistic that tomorrow night won't be great too. And then they're in a great position if they don't screw things up to tell great stories through the summer. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Ricardo Holt says NXT on its own night and free sour graps. Yes, there you go. There you go. There you go. Pulowski doing his own thing with the sour graps. Robert D. Felice, how are you? I'm doing all right. You know, I get to cover the show that did not surrender, but that also <laughs> means that I'm working with the boss every week. So that'll be fun. Uh, uh, 
<laughs> sucks working with him. Uh, Anakin JNT sends in a super chat. Says this is an Alex appreciation tweet. It's a super chat, Anakin, not a tweet. Don't let morons <laughs> on Twitter stop you from doing your thing. Clearly, none of them have ever listened to Salagraphs. I'm sorry, Alex. You know, I I just write stuff, and people people get mad at people get mad at me, people, and then they get mad at you for commenting yeah, on it. It's, it's so true. It's so true. We all we hate each other. Our, we hate ourselves and each other so much as yes. wrestling fans that we agree with somebody saying the fans suck and we should just totally do it for a bunch of LED screens and piped in cheers. And we're like, yes, actually, it's a very good point. Well, good observation, Seth. That's that's us, apparently. Guys, send in your super chats. They help go a long way uh, in supporting the site and everything we do. Ricardo Holt sends another one in and says, hey, all. EO versus Raquel and Walter versus Champa ruled. We are going to get to those. And head of distraction PR, JJ sends one in and says, hello, I'm here for the big star. Pretty sure he means me. Sorry, guys. With some cool dudes. That's you guys. Walter versus Champa was as expected. Awesome and hard hitting. Hope everyone is doing well. Hope you are doing well, JJ. Let's get to it. Oh, we've got we've got more. I apologize. Nerd Guru, Alex Rules, we the Fightful Faithful, get his humor. Yeah. I mean, the people that were commenting, not, not. <laughs> Not I got some DMs yeah. from people that did not get was, your humor. <laughs> this was me all afternoon. You know nothing of my work. You have, you have no idea who I am. It's fine. It's, I'm not for everybody. I, I'll be the first to admit I am an acquired taste. It's it's people who don't follow you and just and not every not, not everybody's gotta. I've never been the guy who's like, I'm a I have a big tent. Everyone come in and love me. I'll be right down the middle so as not to offend anybody. That's never <laughs> been who I am. And it's people who don't follow you and the people who will say, Hey, don't take this stuff seriously, and then you're not taking it seriously, but they think you are taking yeah. it serious. Yeah. Very bad. Sean Kennedy says Fightful Appreciation Super Chat. Hey, we like those. Just you know. Send, send nice things about us. You don't have to comment on <laughs> AEW just... and NXT. Just tell us how great we are. We yeah, love that. That's fine, too. Let's get into NXT. I, I've been told that AEW typically goes first. But you know what? Since NXT stood and delivered, we're going to start with NXT since it's their last Wednesday night anyway. So, you know, we'll throw them a bone on this. The pre-show, Tony Storm against Zoe Stark. Zoe Stark picking up a big, big victory. Tony Storm was challenging for the women's championship not too long ago, and now she's losing to Zoe Stark, who's been losing a lot on television. Alex, what'd you think? Uh, well, we talked about uh, last week that Zoe Stark has to start winning matches because we can't, we can't keep taking her seriously as like, oh, she's great. She goes out there and she she performs amazingly and does a lot of cool moves and makes her opponent look like a million bucks, and then loses. Nobody wants to be the Mustafa Ali of the uh, women's division in NXT. So she's got to start winning matches eventually. And Tony Storm doesn't need this necessarily. And I think what's what would be best for business is on Tuesday, have uh, Tony Storm, who lost via roll-up after a very good back-and-forth match. She lost via a roll-up. Uh, she can attack... Zoe Stark next week and give Zoe Stark her first full-fledged feud on the brand versus Tony Storm. Their match tonight was great. Uh, let's see more of those. And it can be a blood feud that doesn't involve the title, which would be really good for the women's division because they appear to have a, a several suitors for, for the new queen of the women's division. Let there be a, a, pri- a primo non-title feud at the same time. Felice, anything to add? 
Uh, well, Zoe Stark is great. You know, she's one of the best that they've added to their team. I think this division is about to become all about Frankie Monet, the former Taya Valkyrie. So I don't know how long she's going to be destined for the top, but I think Zoe Stark's going to have to wait in line and probably be the first person to be fed to Taya Valkyrie. I was hoping the dog's name was Frankie Monet, but I guess that's going to be Taya Valkyrie's name. Very disappointing. I push the dog. Care about these other people? Push the dog. What's the, the dog dog's star? name? Yeah. that's the thing. Frankie, Frankie Monet. What's the dog's name? That's yes, that's what we need to know. Who cares what Taya Valkyrie's name is? Sean says, "Get us to 200 super chats so we can make our nut." I don't know what we're nutting, but you know, give us 200 super chats and we'll all nut all over the place. <laughs> Let's we'll, we'll make it happen. Yeah. George Main says Tony Storm could be main roster bound. Maybe. I mean, they gotta could be. I don't know. I mean, they've they've got a, they've listen. They've got seventy five women in the tag team turmoil match on Saturday. They obviously don't know what to do with the women they have. So I don't know if we need to throw another one up there from NXT and have their their booking be pushed for a month and then forgotten about. We don't need that anymore. They they have enough talented women that they can't figure out what to do. They don't need to add more. They can't figure out what to do with her in NXT. You think it's going to be better in the main roster? Yeah. I don't know about that. Uh, show main show kicked off with Pete Dunn against Kushida in a match to determine the best technical wrestler in all of technical wrestling history. And Pete Dunn is that guy. Picked up the victory with the bitter end. A lot of uh, joint manipulation in this match. I love the joint manipulation. Alex, what'd you think? No, when usually they leave the joint manipulation to Riddle on the main <laughs> roster, but I thought. <laughs> I thought this was this was great. Um, uh, it was it was it, it was a really good match. Both guys are excellent. They're they're two of my favorites. Um, can it can it be possible for the right guy to have won and me for to, to be depressed about who lost? Because that's the case. Like Pete Dunne absolutely uh, should have won this match um, because I think you got to you if you got to do something with him, you got to keep him strong. And Kushida is basically the new Cassius Ono. He's just there to put over other guys and, mm-hmm. and be awesome about it. it. And like, I hate it as much as everybody else, but that doesn't mean it's not true. Like he's, he's the guy who's there to have really great message and, 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 and lose. And that's, that's not what Kushida should be doing, but that's apparently what they got for him right now, which is awful. Doesn't, that doesn't feel good at all. Yeah. Right. This, uh, look, I like the fact that these two guys fought, it's impossible to get behind this match because you know and don't even treat Kushida Oh my god, Dean Felice has, has robot internet right now. Robot internet? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the final the robot. final Wednesday Night Wars and Dean Felice just doesn't even want to work with me. I can't. <laughs> what are we doing here? It seems to be back now. Yeah. Yes. All right, am, I, am I good now? Are we, are we, are we sound good now? now. All right. Uh, yeah, Kushida not getting... <laughs> Because she just hacked his internet. She just doesn't want to hear from you. Yeah, that's what's happened. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Rick Callahan Jr. in the chat. Robot DeFelice. That's that's your (laughs) name now. Robot DeFelice. That's good. That's good stuff. I promise I won't make that a running joke in our Skype chat or anything. (laughs) Promise. 100%. Promise. Uh, Someone sends in the super chat. Ricardo Holt. As it pops up, there it is. Uh, I hope Kushida goes to AEW. They do him justice. 
And AEW's got a lot of people. They got, right? I don't know if they got a lot end. of lot of people. But yeah. would they do him more justice than than NXT has? Almost certainly. Probably. Probably. Probably of what NXT has done to him. They'd put him over real fast. Yeah. The number one contender gauntlet cluster elimination decided by a battle royal that was 12 men to go to six men where the order was determined by eliminations and the winner faces Johnny Gargano at night two at NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver. This match took place on night one of NXT TakeOver Stand and and Deliver. I'm pretty sure that's the full title of this match here. It was won by Bronson Reed. He eliminated. He just eliminated everybody. Uh, he actually he finished off by eliminating Isaiah Swerve Scott. He kicked out of uh, three house calls. Hit him with the tsunami splash. Bronson Reed wins it. They also set up. Uh, seemed like Dexter Loomis and LA Knight in this match as well. Pulowski, you good with Bronson Reed winning this? Uh, I think it, in hindsight it should have been obvious. I mean, just the way that NXT likes to book things. Um, it was either Loomis, which seemed maybe too obvious, or Reed, because Ruff's already done the thing with Johnny Gargano. They're not going to do that again. And I feel like they're not going to do like uber heel Johnny Gargano versus heel um, uh, Grimes or heel Swerve or heel LA Knight. That wasn't a thing they were going to do. So Bronson Reed seems like the right guy to come out of this. I don't think Bronson's beating Johnny Gargano tomorrow, um, but uh, I really love this match. Like there was some really great stuff in it. Uh, the, all the guys got to look really good. LA Knight's way more athletic than you think he would be. Like that crazy thing where he just leaps up to the top rope to do a superplex was awesome. Um, everybody got to do the things they're supposed to do, including Grimes literally paying off Swerve Scott to be his friend. Um, uh, the the final two was a surprise. I didn't think Swerve was going to be at that point. And once it was down to Swerve and Bronson, there's I felt there was no way that Bronson wasn't winning it. That didn't mean that I wasn't impressed by A, him kicking out of all the house calls, and B, his his finishing sequence, which was a power bomb that looked like it murdered Swerve Scott, and then like this weird like pile driver thing where the guy was up his back and he's dropped down. That that made me make all kinds of terrible faces. And um and it's funny because they're doing a thing on SmackDown where um Otis gets on the second rope and dives all the way across the ring. Um and that's you know Im- impressive to do his big belly flop splash. But Bronson Reed going to the top rope and going super high and straight down somehow is more impressive. That's that's some good stuff, and and I think that he and Gargano are gonna have a great match tomorrow. But as I said, I don't think there's any way Gargano's losing. I think he should lose because uh, Johnny Gargano has been in NXT way too long. They should have experimented with calling him up when they were stationary in Florida. And since they are going to be for the foreseeable future, move him around, see if it's right for him to be on Raw or SmackDown. And if not, move him back to NXT. No harm, no foul. But I'm going to go with Bronson. I, I, I think that that if there was a rule where people got shifted around, meaning they could go back to NXT more often than what is it? Just like Ember, Tyler Breeze, and Finn, and that's it. Nobody else. Like I feel like anytime somebody gets called up, you got to move somebody to NXT to like as like a trade. Otherwise, NXT looks like a, a jump. Like they look like college getting drafted to the pros. And I think it would look better for NXT, and also be better for a lot of people who are not being used at all on the main roster and get a like like if they're gonna break up the hurt business and and put Cedric and Shelton back in catering forever 
like the Shedrick and Shelton, like as the first tag team uh, defend uh, um, uh, challengers for MSK, would be awesome. Like let them do that run for like two and a half months. That'd be a lot of fun because those guys aren't going to be used on the main roster. Let, let's have it have it inject a shot of of adrenaline into NXT. I wish they would do something like trades. I, I'm with you. I They call people up. They don't know what to do with them. They flounder. They go nowhere. Uh, and these guys can do something. And it should work like a territory system. Hey, we're not really doing anything here. Let's send them here for a little bit. Fresh coat of paint. They love that term. Yeah. And do some do some new stuff. And it's a super chat to get a uh, robot better wife. I'll, I'll take it. Thank you. <laughs> Um, another super chat. Uh, Chris Ferris says, "Just keep talking about nuts." Robert, what's your favorite kind of nut? I'm a, I'm a peanut guy. I'm a you know salted planters. Very good. Alex? Cashew, cashew. Yeah, I'm a cashew fan. Yeah. I like having cashews. It's a good yeah. like snack food. I I never get them because like a little a little tin of them is like eight bucks. I'm like I can't I can't yeah. justify eight bucks for some nuts. <laughs> you just gotta you gotta get like the generic brand ones. Like they're yeah. so good. Yeah. I enjoy the cashew as well. Any other nuts you guys want us to talk about? Plenty plenty of nuts today. Uh, NXT UK Championship, Walter against Tomasa Champa. Very scared that my guy Walter was going to lose this match. I don't know why. I don't know why they put the title on Tommaso Champa other than Paul likes to do things. Fortunately, Walter got the victory. Not only got the victory, hit the man with the chop, the most devastating maneuver in all of wrestling. Got the win. Yeah. Alex, praise Walter. If you don't, I might just kick you off the stream. No, no. Walter Walter's amazing. L- listen, um, Wal- Walter, like, he got the chop taken away from him because he hurt his hand. And, uh, you know, like, oh, what, what, what is Walter without his chop? Apparently, he's a giant Austrian big boot machine because he nearly kicked Ciampa's face off. Um, that, that spot where he tried to chop Ciampa. Chop Ciampa is a really fun thing to say. Chop Ciampa. <laughs> Um, well, Ciampa's laying across the, the announce table, uh, and and he he chops through the, like little like piece of foam core or whatever the hell it was that they had set up for the bit. Uh, that was really funny because like Wade, he broke our desk in half, and they're like Wade, Wade, he, he didn't do that. We can definitely see he didn't break your desk in half, but it was a lot of fun. Um, and I I uh, I think that it was the best Ciampa's looked in a long time. Um, I thought this was a really fun match. Uh, Walter won. The thing that I didn't realize because I I don't follow the NXT UK. Apparently, there's a big show that's happening yeah. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, wherein it's already been taped. Wherein Walter is defending his NXT UK championship <laughs> against another guy. So doesn't that the fact that that match already haven't been taped exists, but it's in canon and happens after tonight? Doesn't that that they're already adver- advertising that match kind of? make this a foregone conclusion. And I'm glad I didn't know about it going in. I only felt, I found out about it two thirds of the way through the match. And I was like, well, now let's watch how Walter wins. Why don't you read the website? We had this article two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. He releases on the NXT UK beat all the time. Cause they're trying to go head to head with our show and we're killing them in the ratings. <laughs> NXT UK prelude. It's the biggest thing to happen since NXT takeover. Like last January. Yeah. Look, I think they thought Walter wouldn't be able to travel, so they had this in the can, so Walter would be on Mania Week. They got this. They ran with this instead. I don't think Rampage Brown is winning. I think Walter will be champion for the next 600 days. That would be really funny if if Walter beat Ciampa with a chop, and the next night, oh, whoops, he lost to Rampage Brown. Better retape that thing. (laughs) Retaped it, oops. 
Uh, Chris Ferris sends a super chat. It says, super chat money for Alex to buy some nuts. There you go. Send, send in super chats so we can all get a bunch of nuts here, folks. <laughs> what are we doing? Uh, I'm very happy that Walter won. I thought Champo looked very good. I, it looked like he was favoring his knee early. Kind of a scary moment there early in the match, uh, but, but he pulled through. Glad he shaved his head. I don't yes. know what he was thinking with a little what that that look that he had, but glad glad as he I, threw. As I said, he 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 always he looked he looked like a Vietnam vet. Um, I I I think the shaved head is as a guy who 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 occasionally out of laziness uh, will rock the all the way around the sides, but like tufts of stuff up top because I lost my hair years ago. I've never also seen the- your hair. I've only seen you with a hat. I didn't even know you had hair. My God. Whoa. Yeah, see, uh, it was I. I, uh, I shaved the head for for Easter, as a as a as a uh, you know special occasions occasionally. You know, this is this is tripping me out. Your head looks like a peanut, Alex. It's true. It does. <laughs> uh, we follow that match up. We got the Frankie Monet vignette. She's going to be on the first uh, Tuesday. NXT, which is next Tuesday, April 13th. NXT Tag Team Championship for the vacant titles. Look, I, I'm not on this show, but I'm going to get my gripe out right now. I think it's bullshit what happened to my guy, Oni Lorkin, because mm. Danny Burch got injured. And then, uh, real quickly, a super chat from Brandon Charles Powell. I wanted more of Walter and Ciampa. Maybe I'm being greedy. Great match, though. I mean, it, they got plenty of time. I don't know. No, no. Like, listen, Walter's thing about like I'm going, I'm going to have matches with people who are half my size for 48 minutes, like he had with Tyler Bate that one time. We don't need to see that all the time. I feel like that could be a special occasion, but this was good. No, we didn't. Uh, My guy Oni Lorgan got screwed over. Danny Burch got hurt, and then they vacated the titles, and then Oni Lorgan just gets treated like a joke in the Karrion Cross Finn Balor stuff. Lorgan pinned. Finn Balor in that tag team match yep. where Birch got hurt. And instead of, you know, being, why couldn't Pete Dunne? I understand they want to do Pete Dunne against Kushida. Why couldn't Lorcan team with Pete Dunne in this match to make sense? So Lorcan still has a shot at his tag team titles. I don't like that this didn't make any sense. And Lorcan is probably, because they have no idea what to do with a tag team. When one guy gets hurt, they just shelve the other guy. I, I'm very sad for my guy, Oni Lorcan. Throw him up. Throw him up for only looking. Yeah. All right. Uh, tag team title match. MSK, Grizzled Young Veterans, Legato Del Fantasma. MSK, pick up the victory. Just an action-packed uh, matchup here. A lot of stuff going on. The the finish saw the I, – I don't know what they – what do they call their move? The little blockbuster. It's like a double-team lifted yeah. blockbuster. It's very MSK. cool. Yeah, it looks awesome. Uh, they get the victory. The boyhood dreams have come true. Blowski, good with this decision. Um, I, I think that uh, NXT is usually better when the heels are the champs and you got the baby faces chasing. But I, I don't know what they have planned right now. I, I think that you easily could have put the belts on really young vets. They're they're great, and they 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 had a great run as the champs in NXT UK. If they're over here full time in, in in NXT. I think you put the belts on them and let MSK chase them, and maybe around SummerSlam time, maybe if not, if not before, you have a big crowning thing where MSK finally gets over the hump and beats uh, Grizzly Young Vets. It's a major, major deal uh, because winning a vacated title will always mean less. 
than winning um than winning the title from your nemesis and that's what is that's why this doesn't feel as momentous um because also yeah it, it, it they did screw over Oni Lorcan and they could have easily like we we can we can wait and do Pete Dunne versus Kushida a few weeks from now on NXT TV and make it the main event and make it a big deal and then we could have Dunne versus Dunne and Lorcan team together and that could be fun Everyone's like, well, Dunn is, is only a singles wrestler. He was the NXT champ with Riddle. This, like, like in, in, in He got screwed, too. He, he got screwed out of that, too. He never lost those belts. Like, he's, like, it's so, it's it's a really weird thing what they've been doing with their NXT division, uh, tag division. So, MSK being the tag champs is great if they're going to do some really, something really kept, uh, compelling with them, which is why I suggested something like the Hurt Business the remnants of the Hurt Business, Cedric and, and Shelton, going to NXT and being like, hey, kids, we'd like those belts, please. Because I don't see anybody besides Grizzly Young Vets for MSK to sincerely feud with. I think they've got time to sign some people up, move some people into a team, maybe shift some puzzle pieces, whatever they want to do. Right now, the important thing is the Rascals have owned the night, and they are the NXT Tag Team Champions. Something that Impact did not do with them, which I am thoroughly surprised with. And good for them. They deserve it. They seem like they are dedicated to WWE. And it's cool to see that happen every now and again. Yeah. They had some banger matches in NXT. Like, every single one of their matches. Oh, they're 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 a hoot to watch. Yeah, uh, Steve Inglom sent in a super chat. It says, I'm getting tired of Liverpool's number one getting the short end of the sticks in NXT USA. What do you think is next for them? I assumed this was about grizzled young veterans. Yeah, but yeah. I'm not. I'm not up on the the football talk. Liverpool's number one. That's what they call it's them. To Zach Gibson. Right? Oh well, I know if you hate Zach Gibson, you take your shoes off. That stuck with me for like the last three years. So hopefully he gets that title in NXT UK because he's real good. Alex, do you see anything for, for Grizzled Young Vets? They're the best heel tag team in NXT USA right now. Um, so I, I, I don't I don't know what I don't know what you do with them outside of that. I think I think this is there's a potential for Imperium Supergroup. If Thatcher joins and Killian Dane joins, that'd be a kind of a cool thing for like them to say, All right, kids, thanks. We're gonna take those belts from you, and then we're gonna freebird the titles among like six guys. That could be a lot of fun, um, but that doesn't answer the question about Grizzly Young Vets. I think they're excellent, and it, there's not a lot for them to do outside the tag division. So They've lost to the MSK like 15 times now. Yeah, it's, it's, they've booked them into a place where they can't actually do much with them. They, they've they've Laraid. Oh, I mean, they'll just give them a, a title shot. That's what they did with right. Candice and Indy. Like, ah, oh, you've lost to this team three times. I'll just give you a title shot. <laughs> just give you a title shot. You're mad. I'll just be mad that they lost and then just be given another title shot. It's true. <laughs> um, moving on to the main event, the women's championship match. Io Shirai, Raquel Gonzalez. They pulled the trigger on the title change here. Shirai had been champion since June of last year. She wanted to uh, take over in your house. She had dive off of a house. On that show, on this show, she did the dive off of the giant skull, which was awesome, by the way. Didn't mention yeah. this in the intro, but the Deadly Game vibes uh, on the skull. I'm sure everyone has, has made that comparison. But she did dive off the skull. She hit her moonsault. Raquel kicked out. Raquel hit the uh, powerbomb on the floor, and then she hit the, the powerbomb in the ring to pick up the victory. They crowned Raquel Gonzalez 
Alex, you good at this decision? Yeah, Raquel's had a meteoric rise, and 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 I'm I'm interested to in seeing what they do with her. Uh, EO EO has been excellent as champ. She was even I think she was even better before she became champ. Um, she she was they were booking her as as absolutely a crazy person. It's been only recently they've actually gone back to that. Um, where, where she won't, she just won't stop attacking Raquel. Damn it, fight me! And then she does, and it's it's like it, it's like the old uh, the old stories of like the gunslinger in the old west, who's like, I want you, I want you to fight me, and but I don't want to fight you. You're gonna fight me, and damn it, I hope you win. Like, I, why would you want that? <laughs> like, why would you be instigating a fight that you're gonna lose? Um, uh, it, this was this was all really great. Um, all of it. I especially love uh, the dive off the giant skull and Wade Bellard say, saying that skull is nearly 20 feet high and I'm like, that's what happens when you let Triple H design your set. Of course it's a 20 foot high skull. Of course it is. Was it 20? I thought it was exaggerating. That I mean, thing looked I'm like sure. it was maybe like 10 feet off the ground. I'm, I'm sure it was much shorter than 20 feet, but when you say <laughs> that skull is 20 feet high, I'm like, well, that's what happens when... Um, I uh, I thought this was all excellent. Raquel doing the uh, kicking out of the moonsault, which they made a big deal of, which is, which is good. Like, you should keep track. If something never gets kicked out of, the first person who does it, that's a major deal good that they brought it up uh then her doing her one-on powerbomb on the floor and then in the ring uh her getting the pin i love that they were like immediately were like well dakota would be at ringside so we're not going to deny her from being at ringside we're going to put her there and then immediately have her interfere and get tech kicked out that that gets something you have to deal with they dealt with it right good uh now the thing is okay so what's next for raquel and everyone's like well uh, she's going to feud with Dakota. I'm like, well, I think eventually, but do we need to do that immediately? Like, they're really good as a, as a unit. And of course, on the main roster, they'd be broken up immediately because anybody who's really good together gets broken up. I hope they allow Raquel to, to, to reign with Dakota for at least a month or two before they're like, Dakota turns on Raquel. Like, I don't need, we don't need to do that immediately. Do we? Why would Dakota turn on Raquel logically? Logically, why would you turn on this monster? It's like Shawn Michaels didn't turn on Diesel. Diesel was just like, okay, fuck this, I've had enough. <laughs> and I think that's where we're going to go here eventually. To start with, I'm going to say one half of the losing tag team champions after tomorrow night. They should do the they, they should do an NXT women's mid-card title and put that on Dakota. And then do a Dakota and Raquel against Ember and Shotzi, winner-take-all match. I like it. I and, like then, it. and then unify all the belts into one yeah. giant belt. Yeah. Melt them all down and put them in a giant mold and, and they have to carry it around like it's a giant like Mardi Gras head. Yes, that, that that's what should happen here. I like the, the Shawn Michaels. I mean, we've heard the Shawn Michaels diesel comparison a million times. Yeah. We don't need this turn right away. Figure something else for, else for Raquel to do. Then have Dakota like slowly kind of, because I think they see Raquel as, as like maybe the singles person, but I feel like she's better as a heel, uh, like a, a, a big, a giant heel that like a baby face has to conquer rather than essentially dieseling her and be like, Hey, cool baby face. Let's, you know, do the, do the, yeah. have the glove fist, yeah. fist, the fans. Um, don't clip that, uh, type, <laughs> type deal. Um, but you know, Dakota can slowly go mad and be like, I brought you in here. And then I like, I mean, I, I really like Zoe Stark. 
And I think Zoe Stark could 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 be built uh, certainly to be the person who eventually dethrones the monster if they're going to keep um, Ra- Raquel as the monster who cannot be defeated. If she's like the women's division version of Walter, I don't think she should hold the belt for 700 days. But if she's like if she's got it through SummerSlam and nope, and she, she defends it like once a month on NXT TV and the takeovers and nobody's coming close to her. But you could build somebody like Zoe Stark to take it from her. Because it's believable considering how amazingly athletic Zoe Stark is. But this is really early to be doing something like that. And it feels also like this new person they're bringing in, Frankie Monet. Can we talk about how Taya Valkyrie is one of the greatest names in the history of wrestling? And then Frankie Monet is what they came up with. Um, <laughs> I know it's the thing that WWE does. Like, we're going to change your name. You gotta trademark we it. You. you gotta, gotta trademark, trademark it. it. Frankie Monet. Uh, she seems to be like, no. No girl who comes in who has a little cute dog is ever booked as a baby face. She's definitely a heel. So I don't feel like they're bu- they're they're building her uh, towards um, towards Raquel. The thing I love about it is that is the women's division is wide open. Like anybody could be could be plucked out of tag teams or whatever and be built to be that first person uh, for Raquel. And I think that's great. I think you could build like Shotzi or Ember. Sure, and that's. To, to take just, the belt. I, I just, I, I don't want them to be tag champs while they're doing it. Oh yeah. No, no, no. no. Like it, the, that, please, please don't. That's the thing. I don't, I don't need like the, Oh, so the, the tag, the tag champs are, are only there to be part of the main feud. Yeah. That's what you do on the main roster. And it sucks. Yes. Yeah. My, when I, when I suggested that the, the caveat was they lose the belts. First. Yeah. Oh, good, 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 good. Yeah. I think inevitably they're going to give it to Saray because they like having a Joshi woman as the cornerstone of their women's division. I think Frankie Monet will be there for six months tops so they can get the equity in the name before moving her up to the main roster because they couldn't move the longest reigning impact knockouts champion to the main roster right away. (laughs) Very possible. Very possible. Um, so Ray was there uh, next to Stephanie McMahon, who created who created Joshi Pro Wrestling. Created so, Joshi yeah, Wrestling. Yeah, yeah. it made sense that they were there together. Ricardo Holt says, "Did anyone notice that EO got up there fast? She's very quick and athletic. I'm sure there was like a ladder. I mean, it was only ten feet tall, so that was fun." Uh, Carlos Easy says, "Zaya Lee can be built into a contender too, right?" Yeah, the Zaya Lee stuff feels. Uh, that ain't that ain't it's good. it's listen here's the thing uh i it's a sideshow to me yeah. and to most people to triple h and Shawn michaels it is nxt like it's it's a it's a super deal for them um <laughs> what is what is the hand you reference triple h and Shawn michaels they they everyone looks at their hands that's true they're gonna look at their hands whenever whenever xia lee um, uh, finally has a match with, with her 500-year-old uh, sensei, who's, who's also part dragon, who, who, who's, whose finishing maneuver is vaping in your face. She's definitely going to like look at her hands uh, before, yeah. she, before she kicks her to death. Yes. That's definitely a thing that's going to happen in NXT. There is something hysterical to me that Shawn Michaels and Triple H, who were always more wrestling guys than characters, are just like, I got it. Part dragon. It's the greatest thing ever. Go. 
uh, Nerd Guru says, big title win in NXT. Got us in Charlotte and I guess to completely derail all the momentum. Am I right, people? I wanted EO to win and then Bailey show up and be like, hey, well, WrestleMania. Like, EO, EO said that if she successfully retained her title, she wanted to face Bailey at WrestleMania this year. And I was like, oh no, I love, I love, I love Raquel, but but we couldn't we get a yo and Bailey anyway? Yeah. <laughs> to give Bailey something to do. My God. Uh, Ricardo Holt also sent in a super chat says EO to the main roster. Probably. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to put her on the main roster. I don't, I don't know if I want any of these women to go up to the main the roster. That you got to thin out like, or, or figure out a way to like make people important who aren't the current champs, their current contenders and the tag champs, because everybody who's a tag challenger is just Drek. Like they're just not being booked right at all, and it, it's really that tag team turmoil match is just a, a like they're not being who 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 amongst them honestly. So like we're gonna add more really talented women to the main roster for them to not use properly. I don't I don't want to do that, especially not EO. She's a precious jewel. Let's not let's not ruin her already. Well, you got Austin's the- going to need a tag team partner because, you know, Charlotte's there, Rhea's there. They got their feud. They don't need Asuka anymore. Okay. They- Go ahead, Alex. No, I was going to say that somebody, somebody, the guy mentioned uh, the, Charlotte come in and ruin it. If if it wasn't the only option that she comes in and ruins it, if Charlotte came in to, like, add to add up to give Raquel the rub, like, and be like, holy damn, like, that's, they, they were actually serious about building Raquel. Having Raquel beat Charlotte would be like one of the biggest things they could ever do. It's too bad they'd never actually do that. They can't figure out what to do with Charlotte and Rhea. If Charlotte doesn't get COVID, Rhea's probably still sitting in catering. Oh, of course she is. Yeah. And, and they, because, they would debut her on the, on the Monday after, uh, after yeah. Mania. And because Charlotte got COVID, now they don't know what to do with Charlotte because they put <laughs> Rhea in that spot. Yeah, yeah. They can't a, figure out what to do with their two most talented women. Now we're going to put EO up there? Yeah, like, yeah. let them figure out that stuff first. Final thoughts on NXT TakeOver. Alex? Um, I, the final thought that I had, which was really, which just shows you how my brain is broken, is, um, is that uh, Raquel is standing on the ramp and she's holding up the title. And all of a sudden, the steam starts coming everywhere. And I'm like, Becky Lynch is back? That's where your brain went? Because TakeOver has broken my brain that every time they're going off the air, something crazy happens. And I was like, who do I associate with steam? Oh, steampunk Becky Lynch. Oh, they did re-trademark Last Kicker. Oh, my God. Becky Lynch is, is like get, getting the ring rust off by going to NXT because my brain is broken. That's my final thought. My brain is not as broken. We'll see if that changes when I start watching NXT next week. <laughs> I don't have anything to add. I'm, I'm just very disappointed by this comment and how your brain works. Alex. It's bro- it's broken. Why would you think that? It's broken. It's broken. It's That's like a special. Like there's a, no, a... There's, there's no, there's no. Ra- Raquel Gonzalez has never had steam involved with her with her entrance or exit. Steam. Where's where's the steam coming from? And then my brain, because it's broken, goes, "Oh, Becky Lynch is back." And it literally took me three seconds before I said, "Wait, wait, that's not possible." So I mean, like my brain was broken for three seconds. So put the hat back on. Put, put it back on. Maybe that'll that'll fix it. I don't I don't know. I don't. All right. 
Robert, final thoughts on TakeOver? Yeah, sounds like it was a great show. I think tomorrow night stands a chance to be the best show of the whole week. We'll see what happens, but I'm looking forward to Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah, that's my that's my top match of the week. Uh, we switch over to AEW, but before we do that, Sean Ross Sapp has to make a run-in because he just – it's his channel. What do you want me to do, guys? What do you want me to do? This is it. It's over. The Wednesday Night War is over, and even though I couldn't be on this show to host it because of the NXT Post Show Media Call, I wanted to thank all of you uh, who have – Watch this show. Obviously, we will continue on Wednesday nights post AEW 10:10 Eastern. But just because the Wednesday night war is over doesn't mean there aren't still wars being waged. Perhaps a war with your own confidence. Perhaps a, a war with your own penis. Don't let your penis get bullied off of Wednesday nights or any night for that matter. Use BlueChew.com code FIGHTFUL. You'll get that first shipment free. That's a deal. They know you're going to come back for more because they're willing to give this to you for free. You just pay $5 shipping. BlueChew is that unique online service that provides the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable form, and it's way cheaper. Well, how is it cheaper? Why is it cheaper? Well, it's made in the USA. It's prepared and shipped direct. You don't have to wait in line at the doctor's office. You don't have to wait in line at the pharmacy. They cut out the middleman because they have licensed medical providers that work with you to find the right active ingredient and strength for your prescription. You don't have to have a problem to use Blue Chew. Maybe, maybe you just have some confidence issues. Maybe it's been a while because of the state of the world that you just want to make sure everything goes according to plan. Well, BlueChew.com, code Fightful does just that. It'll help you achieve that harder, stronger erection and combat all forms of ED. And it prepares and ships direct to you, as I mentioned earlier, but in a discreet package. BlueChew.com, code FIGHTFUL. Get that first shipment free. This man said, war with your own penis. (laughs) Now... I'm pretty sure if a boner just pops up unwarranted, that's also a medical issue. But uh, whatever, that was amazing. If you like, <laughs> if you like your nuts, get BlueChew.com. It'll help you nut. Yeah, I would assume. I don't know. Use the code Fightful. BlueChew.com. Code Fightful. If you're at war with your penis and you don't want to be at war and you and you want to nut. You, you want your favorite kind of nut. BlueChew.com. Is that why William Regal is always aggressively yelling war games? I mean, what's happening here? Maybe. May, maybe he's at war with his own penis. Very possible. Very possible. AEW Dynamite. The inner circle arrived in a bunch of fancy cars. What a bunch of dorks. What a jerk pulls up sideways and gets out of his sports car and he puts on his sunglasses. He's all dressed in black. Like, you guys are a bunch of dorks. I mean, I'm sorry. What a bunch of dorks. Come on. They were wearing the. um, Who who dressed in all black for that? Uh, It was an elimination game. It was like Celtics Wizards or Knicks. The Knicks, didn't they? And the Knicks come in all black. Oh, that's uh, funny. <laughs> yeah, not the best that they've ever done. 
we opened up with Hangman Page against Max Caster. Oh, this match was great. I love the finish where Caster it looked like he was going to secure the victory, hitting Hangman with the uh, brass knucks or the chain, and then Page kicked out, hit the moonsault on Bowen on the outside, hit the uh, buckshot lariat on Caster, got the victory. Robert, what would you think? Page is now the number one contender. We've been talking about Page versus Omega since Omega won the belt. It's only a matter of time now. This was great. He needs to solidify that Dark Order uh, family so that we can officially get the family versus family, especially with the way things ended tonight, because that seems like where it's going. Pulaski? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think Paige is great, and as as, as everyone says, he, he's being groomed to be that that next big star. Um, and they're they're telling a really great long term story with all the stuff going back from to him being the guy who lost Jericho for the title to begin with, and his stuff with Kenny, and his stuff with the Dark Order, and all this stuff. Like he's he's being wonderful. His story is being wonderfully told. Um, and eventually, I'm assuming they're going to get to the payoff. It just feels like it's been a very long time with it so far. And they're definitely telling a long, long-term yeah. story with Hangman yeah. and Omega, which is fine. If Hangman's the guy to take the belt off Omega, which I think he is and he should be, then I'm all for it. And they, they've kept his momentum without like fully just like icing him uh, by – doing nothing with him, right, which true. Will, will, will sometimes happen. Uh, Tony Schiavone interviews the Death Triangle, quickly interrupted by the best friends in Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy, you know, go look look up there. Look at the look at the Titantron. You get footage. Uh, Chris Statlander is officially part of the best friends. Robert? This is like the weirdest, most eclectic group. People love it. I was in a much better mood this week than I was last week, so I was fine with it. I think uh, Death Triangle is in a prime position to be the tag team champions, and then, of course, the Young Bucks have now officially reformed Bullet Club, so I doubt that's going to happen. I like Best Friends. I think Orange Cassidy should be in the world title picture. Really? That's a hot take, I feel like. I mean, he beat Chris Jericho, and they've done nothing with it since. Yeah, I I don't think that Jericho win was as big as they probably thought it was going to be. They, they, this is an AEW problem, honestly. Alex, any thoughts on the the Death Triangle and on the best friends? I just I just I just love um, uh, uh, Pac dismissing them with Jogon. I think that's just a great, wonderful, like mid English freight Jogon. Um, also, if you're if you're eventually gonna do a, a trio, a formal trios division in AEW, I can't think of a better initial feud than the best friends versus Triangulo de la Muerte. I mean, they got Triangulo right in their name. It's perfect. So I don't know what this is planting seeds for eventually. Like maybe it's just like, oh, we're gonna have a match. But like, let's let's friggin' do it. Like have a full on six man tags with these six guys could be a lot of fun. Yeah, I agree with that. Callahan says, best friends get Statlander. That triangle should get Thunder Rosa. I'm all for adding women to, to these different factions. I don't, like, Thunder Rosa certainly seemingly fits there. But it's a triangle. You get them a fourth, then it's a death square. <laughs> oh, this this happened last week where people just started naming death uh, geometry death, shapes. <laughs> death trapezoid. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't, yeah, sure. it death yeah. octagon. Just throw everybody into a group. Why not? Um... Chris Jericho was out next. 
and he cut a fiery babyface promo where he buried everybody. He, he put over MJF. He said, you know, you outsmarted me. But then you, you kind of you got a little big, and you think you're you think you're hot shit at 25. At 25, Chris Jericho was still at a war with his penis, nothing in his dreams. <laughs> That, that is something said. he said. He said he was having is... wet dreams at 25. Yeah, and I, got, I believe at 25, Chris Jericho is on, like, global TV, so that's concerning. But what can you do? A little weird. A little weird there for, for the Chris. Um, he starts burying everybody. He doesn't know Dax and Cash. He, he's going to face one of them next week. He's not sure which one, but he's going to face one of them. Sean Spears, he, he yeah, you know, he mentioned that he got fired from the Fed and everything. Says he got a stupid haircut. Wardlow uh, can count to twenty-one by getting naked. Do you guys get it? Do you guys get how you can count to twenty-one yes. by getting naked? Yeah. Do you want to explain it? Alex? His belly button. Well, you have you have, a, you have ten, ten, 10 fingers, yes. and you have you have ten toes, yes. and and then you get you, you take off your underpants and you have one nose. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You can count to more than twenty-one. If you get naked, right? You can count like the nipples and like the ears. You can count the eyes. Yeah. 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 I I think Wardlow, he doesn't have to get naked to count the 21. No, it's true. Um, Also, it was very funny that he was like, you got a You got a million dollar brain and a 13 cent body. It was like, if, if Wardlow's body is 13 cents, put me down for several Wardlows. Like that's, that is. Did Did Chris psycho Sid? That line, because I feel like it was supposed to be the opposite listen, way. Listen, uh, listen. The whole thing about this with, with this promo is your mileage is going to vary. Like it is either a great fiery babyface promo that firmly establishes the inner circle as the the, the team we're going to cheer for forever, or it was god awful. And honestly, I don't even know which one it was in my mind because both there were both there were good points and bad points, but I don't feel like there's anything in the middle. It wasn't like meh. Wait, it was like a major deal. Who's naked? What are you doing? I you heard somebody even, you talking don't about even getting naked. Run this show. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on here? I, I didn't make a run show. <laughs> I am now one half of Jeremy Lambert. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Matthew um, Garrett says, "Blood and guts, blood and guts. Let's go." I'm Robert, so here for blood and guts. Thoughts on this segment. Thoughts on this segment. So Chris Jericho, much like the opening where they all arrive in uh, separate cars and they think they look cool, Chris Jericho is just like, "Oh, we're back in black. We're the inner circle. We're great." And it's just, I don't know, man. Like this felt like Chris Jericho just being way too goofy, and. He was trying to get the big pop for, oh, you got fired from the Fed, and oh, you got a blonde mohawk, and you're stupid. It's like, I get it. You're trying to do the thing where you pop everybody with your inside knowledge. It was a bit of a miss for me, but I know that it popped other people, and that's all that matters in the end. I admire you remaining serious throughout (laughs) that entire... I'm a professional, thank you. (laughs) Excuse me, excuse me. I spent one hour today with stinky-ass cheese on my desk for a WWE media event. I don't want to hear about professionalism. Look, I still got a banana on on my mantle from where I was cutting up fruit. I wasn't even going to be on the air tonight, but I got to celebrate the Cincinnati Reds. I just wanted to bid adieu to everybody 
the last Wednesday Night War ever. Uh, I don't know if they've plugged it yet, but 1010 Eastern, we're here every Wednesday. Um, please send me your super chat money. Also, did you guys hear Triple H's big surprise tonight? No. no. As soon as we got on the media call, WWPR said, and Triple H has a surprise for you guys. And we're like, oh, what is it? And they say, Shawn Michaels has joined the call. And Shawn himself goes, womp, womp. (laughs) (laughs) But he was actually very good on the call. But yes, I I sat there and I repeatedly, when Shawn Michaels got on, I said, why am I so violent? Why am I so violent? And I'm pretty sure Triple H got hot because I asked him about the meeting last week. I saw that in the, the chat that he there mentioned. You did, did you say, was your direct quote, were you bullied off of Wednesday <laughs> no. no, I said, well, first off, Kathy Kelly fed me a question personally, and it didn't pop him whatsoever. He didn't understand it. but Because <laughs> she asked if he could send the plane out to, to L.A. to pick her up. So didn't get off on the right foot there. But then I said, a lot has been made about what was or wasn't said last week. Can you clarify? And he said, if I wanted it to be out there, I would have put it in a memo and sent it to you guys. Otherwise, you should probably ask your sources. And then I said, I did. <laughs> <laughs> and that did make him chuckle a little bit, which was good. But Did you call him Paul? He hates if you don't call him Paul. Uh, well, that was that's a funny thing, because I remember the first time Andrew was on one of those calls, yeah. and he was like, Mr. Triple H. And I was like, no, call him Paul. Call him Paul, please. But um, I have a media call to go edit. I have to update the thumbnail and make it a picture of Triple H and Shawn Michaels with their headsets on in Gorilla at NXT. But uh, you're doing good, Jeremy. You're doing good, Jeremy. Just basically. I got lights. Do you approve of my lighting? I said it in in the chat earlier. I said main event Jeremy with the lights on bright. I was very, they can tell you, I was very concerned. I was moving lights all around. I was like, I, Sean's going to yell at me because I'm it not lit good. up. <laughs> we wanted to increase our production values. I got light to the left, light to the right, light in front of me. Look at this. Getting lightheaded because of these Cincinnati Reds. It's a beautiful life. Where I- <sighs> Let's get this show back on track. This asshole comes in. We were doing so good on time, dude. I know. I know. I try to get these shows done in a timely manner, and he throws it all off. He goes over time like the NXT matches. So here's the deal. Inner Circle promo, very much Jericho, just like, ah, I know insider terms. I want to say you're a max for yourself. Ah, get it? Get it? Oh, Dax and Cash, Axe and Smash. Axel and Slash. I'm like, all right, Jericho, I got it. You're excited. You came out of the babyface tunnel. You're a babyface now. You can do the Y2J bit. I got it, Chris. <sighs> Matty Garrett says uh, Jericho is the king of the promo. See, that's what I was saying. It clicked with some people, so I'm not going to be too hot about it, but it just didn't work with me. Your, your mileage varies on the, uh, the the Chris Jericho there. Um, Blood and Guts, though. They're setting it yeah. up May 5th. It's not set up. It's announced. Blood and announced. Guts. Done. May 5th. What do we think? Robert? 5-5. Uh, five, five. You got five guys on each team. I like it. A lot, a lot of symmetry here. Maybe this is the one I actually go to because I like a good War Games match. Alex? Oh my god, I'm so, I'm so down for this. This is great. You, you got like you even got the the uh, the one guy in each match who's not really a fighter. 
You got MJF who's like hide, will hide behind everybody, and Jericho who thinks he is but isn't anymore. Like it's gonna be great. I can't. It's, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, the, the, the way that they set up these guys though, like on all their promo materials, they they do. They look like they look like Fozzie. It's just Jericho front and center and sunglasses and everything. And then a bunch of dudes around him all wearing leather and sunglasses. It's his own damn band that he's decided to, to run around. Like it's, it's, this is all very fun. Um, but there, I'm sorry. There's no way I'm, I'm rooting for Jericho's boys over the pinnacle right now. Like it's not, it's just, he's, it's just not working for me. <laughs> just the way that they're handling this. I'm rooting for the proud and the powerful. Yes. If they were separate from this whole thing. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the eventual proud and powerful versus uh, uh, the uh, FTR match. That's going to be an amazing match. And I might root for proud and powerful in that match, but as, as a whole, no. Robert, do you know why they are proud? Because they're powerful. If they wasn't proud, they wouldn't be powerful. They wouldn't be. You know, those two things, they go hand in hand, you know? They do. They really they do. do. Um, what else do we got here? Uh, Jurassic Express, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus against Bear Country. And we this was billed as Godzilla versus King Kong because that's a you know that's a, that's a thing that people have watched. Have you guys watched the Godzilla versus the King Kong? It was so much fun. It was the good kind of trash that we have been needing. Because this movie, like you just shut your brain off and watch two CGI monsters beat the crap out of each other. That's what we need in this world. Alex, you seen it? Uh, no, because I'm afraid I won't get it because I have I've watched this, the the Kong Skull Island, but I had not seen uh, the first Godzilla, and until last week I did not know there was a second Godzilla movie. Alex. So now I've watched the first Godzilla last week. I'm going to watch the second Godzilla this week, and then next week I'm going to watch the King the the two monsters do you, have a fight. Do you got to watch these to make it to understand? <laughs> I, I don't I don't want to be like who's that guy? Where's that guy? Was that guy in the other movie? I don't want. Is that, wanna is that, that Godzilla? Or is that King Kong? Which one is? That? I'm not sure. Alex, you cover pro wrestling. You're very <laughs> adept at knowing that you don't need to watch all of the buildup. I promise you don't need to watch a single movie before this one to get it. And it's good for oh, what I'm, it is. I'm definitely going to watch it. I just I just did want to watch all the things that I missed leading up to it because I'm a completionist. I just want to watch, watch the hype package. Did, did they have a prime target for Godzilla vs. King Kong? No, I feel like that would explain everything. They should. They should. Yeah, I, I feel like that would explain it. I'm excited for the Mortal Kombat. That movie looks like shut such trash, and I can't wait for it. <laughs> Very excited. Uh, it's going to be great. Poor Jim Ross says, uh, this is brought to you by Godzilla versus King Kong. Kong. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's like, oh, poor JR. Look, I don't know why they built this match as Godzilla versus Kong. I think it's great that they got the HBO Max tie-in. But uh, bears are not apes, last time I checked. I don't know how that works in AEW. Uh, either way, uh, Godzilla, I guess in this case, Luchasaurus, gets the win. And that's kind of a spoiler for the film. Why, you just spoiled it for us? Maybe. You just spoiled it for me. You don't I, have I, to so spoil terrible. the film because I, I, they I did in this match. Ah, I said kind of. I don't want to die. This is this is Fatu and Tankman all over <laughs> Felice. I said kinda. There, there's a swerve. You'll get there. 
Nerd Guru says, I promise, I promise you it's not uh bleh. I promise you it's not that in-depth. It's monsters. What are you talking about, Nerd Guru? I don't believe you. I think they have these great backstories here. Okay. Uh and Touch of Madness says you can't just jump into the kaiju universe. <laughs> I miss uh Kaiju Big Battle at Mania Weekend. I don't think they, they do that anymore because I mean at least not this weekend. No, they'll be back hopefully next year when the world is normal. And before the chat explodes on me, no, that's not an actual spoiler for the film. <laughs> Take it down a notch. Kayfabe, kayfabe, D Felice. Come on, God. come on. Kayfabe it. Alex is done. He's he's done with this whole thing. I, he's throwing, I can throwing still the headset hear off. you through these things because you guys are so loud. <laughs> I gotta yell so you understand what I'm saying, Alex Polowski. All right, um, I'm 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 back. Luchasaurus wins, which I guess is a spoiler for Jesus. QT <laughs> <laughs> uh, QT Marshall cuts a promo explaining what what happened last week with the the, the Nightmare Factory explosion. Brian F sent a super chat earlier said AEW is great at fixing course factory promo rule. Definitely, and I were discussing this. It was like very inside vanilla midgets. Uh, you know, we got, we got, hey, they reference Bailey more than WWE does at this point. <laughs> yeah, um, that's an He's awkward... not just anybody's boyfriend. I, was like, then, oh, I got that reference. And that's extra awkward because like they're not together now. And you wait till now to start going, yeah, he's not just Bailey's boyfriend. It's like, well, that's good. Um, this was a very weird promo to me. We got a couple of super chats that are like, what, why isn't Cody involved in the elite stuff? When are they going to do something with Cody? I think Cody's booking lately has just been crap. I'm not into this. I don't buy this. I don't care. I want Cody in the main event scene. You're jumping ahead. These are all, these are all main event super chats, Steve Elise. Oh, well, it's all about Cody. No, these are Cody super chats. Oh, yeah, but he's talking about the main... Let me run the offense here, all right? All right Let all me right. run the offense. Well, either way, like, uh, he's like, call him a bargain brand sting, which is whatever. Like, this isn't hitting with me. Alex? I mean, uh, good good for you, QT. Like, it's... I mean, they're making, they're making the best of this thing. Um, I, I appreciate them, like, pseudo-introducing the other guys who don't watch like for those of us who don't watch dark um they they, they like I, I i i really wanted to hear like i was like it's nice that a go-go got to have his own little mini promo in there but i wanted to hear unfrozen caveman wrestler speak i wanted to see him talk about your ways of the future are frightening to me i just like to grapple like i wanted to see that but they didn't they didn't show it tony shivani interview sting another interruption because <laughs> Because that's what they do on this show. Why, why, why do they keep booking this segment? The Tony Schiavone <laughs> interview Sting. Like at some point, it's just got to stop. It's got to be Sting will get interrupted. Yeah, well, it's, <laughs> it's Elias all over. Why, why does Elias get to perform every time? He's just going to get interrupted. Uh, Jake Roberts comes out, and uh, Lance Archer comes out, and Lance Archer's like. Y'all don't know what to do with me. He cuts the raw talk promo where getting held down. No one knows what to do with me. One night I'm in the main event. The next night I'm, you know, I'm not being used. I'm getting title shots. And then you, I, I'm not on the show. And Sting is like, you can get there. It's up to Jake Roberts to get you there. I thought this sucked. Yeah, this was, it was meh too. 
Like, look, I think AEW does a lot of things right, but the fact that they're already acknowledging that they take people and just shuffle them around isn't great. I think Archer needs to be a star now. What is he? How old is he now? He's pushing 40 at least. Yeah, I think he might be past 40. Yeah, so you got to do something with him now. And he's uh, pretty past 40. I'm not sure. Well, good Lord. I'm not sure him like crushing Sting is the way to go. But if it gets him on TV, I'm all for it. Alex, any thoughts on Lance Archer? the, the, The guy who gets the rub from like destroying Sting is gonna is that's a choice. You you choose a guy to get that rub. I don't know. I don't know who it is. If it's Lance Archer, great because as we've said, you got to do something with him eventually. He's he's a huge man. He's not gonna be able to do moon salts off the ropes for much longer because he's like you know the age of of uh, of your dad. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a time to like move on and let's do something with the guy before we like. Hey, when we gonna do something with Lance Archer? Yeah, he's sixty five now. Like we 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 gotta you gotta do something eventually. It's like the weird collective of hell's angels and you just got little punk darby allen running around and i, I that's a good fit it's pretty interesting because as we know sting is a hooligan so eventually we're gonna get some wild interactions yeah. between sting and jake roberts team taz is trying to recruit christian and i feel like that's probably this good. line of the night blue chipper christian cage now, when I think Blue Chipper, I think, I don't know, Rocky Maivia, lots of young, fresh talent. Blue Chipper Christian Cage was the line of the night for me because I I don't know, man. It's just a total miss. Obviously, Christian doesn't need it, and he'll just end up fighting Ricky Starks and uh, Brian Cage in them. Oh, man. Ricky, could give my man losses here. Alex, what do you think? Christian Cage and Team Taz. Uh, I think that it's um it's it, we're gonna find out that Christian Cage is Brian's uncle, uh, long lost oh uncle, and 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 they're gonna team together. They're gonna it's, this is gonna be the catalyst that breaks up um that breaks up Team Taz is that Brian is gonna side with Christian and we're gonna find out their long lost relatives. Sure, fine with us. <laughs> sure. uh, Darby <laughs> Allen. Against J.D. Drake, TNT title match. J.D. Drake is wearing a singlet. I immediately tuned out of this match with singlet J.D. Drake. Can't stand it. Thought he was a street guy. Uh, Darby Allen gets the win. Sting was out there as well. I don't think it was a surprise that, that Darby Allen won. Robert? Sting chased away Ryan Nemeth with the baseball bat. And in my mind, it's because he's so frustrated that after handing the main event of a Survivor Series to Dolph Ziggler... Dolph Ziggler still couldn't get over, so he's just like, "Oh, you know, fuck this. Here's a baseball bat. I would destroy the entire bloodline to make sure you the entire bloodline cannot reproduce. I'm starting with you, Ryan. I like that. That's good. I like. I'm for that. Any thoughts yeah. on the actual match? No, because obviously Darby <laughs> Allen was going to run. No, because JD Drake is wearing a singlet, and yeah, I they wear singlets. What are we doing here? I don't Tony, know. Man. Tony's telling Tony's telling like, guys. If, if, if you got if you if you're a fat guy and you're willing to go out there and just let it all out, then we shouldn't be hiding people for the suits. No, 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 no. You go out there and you let your freak flag fly, JD Drake. Yeah, Tony Tony Khan, all you hear in AEW, oh, you have so much creative freedom. You can do what you want. We're not gonna take away who you are. Uh, you know, we're gonna, it's all gonna be 
what brought you here and all of this stuff. And what do they do? They put J.D. Drake in a singlet. They're putting Eddie Kingston in a singlet. What are we doing? What are we doing? These are street guys, everybody. Uh, Matthew Garrett says, I'm trying to single-handedly bring in these super chats. Love y'all. Yeah, we're going to get to them all, Matthew Garrett. I promise. You're the, the entire final portion of this show is dedicated to you. What would be nice if other people send in some super chats and help my man Matthew Garrett out. All right? right. Talk about your nuts and your wars with your penises and your favorite fruits and all this stuff. And you can talk about wrestling if you want. I don't care. We're, we're an open show here. This is the distraction part two. The distraction after dark. Oh, God. Let's let's not do that. Oh, God. I think I just gave you another segment, didn't I? No, 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 no. Look, man, we're we're on the we're on the straight and narrow this week. It's WrestleMania week. We got we got a we got a guy from CBS Sports. We got to be on our best behavior. Actual actual company who gets media access. I'm like us dorks. Um, Butcher and the Blade attack Darby Allen. Take Conte comes out, takes out the Bunny. That's that's. Uh, I mean, they already had their match, but then they they set up their match even more. Uh, we have we have more interruptions as the Pinnacle attacks Chris Jericho, and then Mike Tyson comes out. And makes the save. Mike Tyson and Chris Jericho are, are now best friends after, you know, Mike Tyson and the Gooch were ready to kill Chris Jericho last year. Yeah. Continuity. That's all I ask. That's all I yeah. ask. In my- <laughs> what, happened, what happened to the Gooch? Where's the, where's the Gooch? Yeah, where was the Gooch? <laughs> that was where the, was the Gooch? That was the most important character in this entire storyline. Now he just vanished. No explanation. Come on, AEW, I expect better from you. Well, get there. Shaq disappeared in an ambulance. The Gooch will return, don't worry. Because Tyson will be the gatekeeper at Blood and Guts, and he will slam that door on Jericho's head, and that's when we'll get the Gooch and Tyson against the sex gods. Fine. Um, I I thought this was was great, because the Pinnacle locked locked the guys in, in the dressing room that they stole back from the Pinnacle. Because of course they they know the key they have they have, they didn't change the locks stupid stupid inner circle um, and then they had to break out of it with a stool that's a really really weak door if you're breaking through it with a with a damn bar stool that's a weak door um, but then uh, they think this is where we've gotten to like the inner circle are such dorks that to like gain an advantage over the pinnacle the guys that Jericho spent all that time crapping all over because they suck if they suck so much you wouldn't have had to go and recruit the most feared heavyweight boxer in the history of the sport just to get you guys an advantage. Come on. And who are we supposed to root for here? Uh, the, the dorks? No. I hope yeah, Pinnacle, I'm going to agree with that. I hope there. Pinnacle brings Roy Jones Jr. <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> Buster Douglas. Touch of Madness says maybe the singlet is his good gear for TV. Maybe, but like... What are we doing with J.D. Drake in the singlet? I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like good. it. It doesn't look good. Taxel says, so you guys can buy nuts or whatever SRS was talking about. We're trying to we're trying to get the peanuts here. Deepalese with the salted peanuts. Me and yeah. Pulowski with the cashews. Like, we're, mm. we're trying to get the peanuts here. All right, guys? Come on. That's all. That's the only nuts we're talking about. Wait, I don't know what other nuts you guys want us to talk We can talk about other nuts, but yeah. it's a family-friendly program with our uh, right. Blue Chew ad reads every single week. <laughs> Um, Tecante defeats the bunny. She she gets some revenge. Tecante is rolling right now. Deepalise? Yeah. Uh, again, most improved wrestler from NXT. I like that Cheetah was with her. The Dark Order was there. Brody Lee Jr. was there. That's always great to see. This was a win all around. I just feel bad for the bunny because 
she's signed on and she's clearly just gonna keep she's the enhancement talent yeah that's a rule and Britt baker is also trying to go for the uh world the women's title as well she got a promo in the show so it looks like tay conte and Britt baker kind of being set up for sheeta which is good give sheeta something to do yeah they're an actual feud and i think either way Britt baker champion by all out it needs to happen i would think so by all out yeah they just put the belt on her and double or nothing alex do you have comments on the AEW women's division tay conte had one of the all-time great I can't believe you kicked out of this faces I've ever mm-hmm. seen in that match. And she held it stock still for like 16 seconds. It was great. I loved it. I hope somebody got, got that and it's gifted all over the place and I can steal it for whenever I'm legitimately shocked about something. Um, she's awesome. She's like one of the biggest, uh, somehow she's one of the biggest NXT whiffs ever already considering how they did nothing with her, and she looks like a damn world beater in AEW like a year after she left NXT. That's that's crazy to me. I'm, I'm, I'm a huge Take Conti fan. If she's not the, uh, the next women's uh, champion, then she should be the one after that. Like, if you're going to put it on Britt Baker, then Take Conti's the one to take it off Britt. Like, or, or Thunder Rosa. Like, those are, those are the three right now. Sheeta, and then those three women, and everybody else is be- be- below them to me. Main event, Kenny Omega, Good Brothers against John Moxley and the Young Bucks. Uh, the Young Bucks are very conflicted throughout this match. John Moxley was very annoyed with, with the Young Bucks throughout this match, and it ended with the Bucks hitting the double super kick on Moxley. Eddie Kingston came out to help. Good Brothers attacked him. Uh, Omega and the Good Brothers got the victory, pinning Moxley, and they further super kicked Moxley after the match. They declined the two-sweet hand gesture, they hugged. You can look at this one of two ways. Either they were so annoyed with Moxley that they they decided to just go with Omega, even though there was still con- there was still a little conflict there, or they just brothered and swerved Moxley. And I'm not sure which one's better. Yeah, I that's what I was saying before we started tonight. I don't know where exactly they're going. They made it seem like the, oh the Bullet Club is back, but they really they've done the Bullet Club. As is, I don't know. I think the Young Bucks are swerving Kenny and the Good Brothers. And maybe they just, maybe it's one of those things, Moxley will always be a lone wolf. And I mean, it should be. Yeah, we're not going to side with Moxley, but they're going to side against Kenny in the long run, I think. Alex? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I kind of love the idea of all these factions being built, like, Three guys here, four guys here, six people here, five guys and a girl over here. And then it's just Mox and Eddie versus the world. Like, that's a really cool story to, like, say, no, we don't need three other dudes. We'll take you on by ourselves. And they'd lose because of the damned numbers game. But damn it, if it doesn't make you want to root for those guys. I think there's a a really cool story there to tell. Nerd Guru with a crazy suggestion here, manifesting Moxley calling the shield for backup. They're quite literally in the perfect position to bring that in, break the forbidden wall down, Chris. They're not in the perfect position for that. I mean, in a perfect world, and Sean's talking about this a lot, it would be great if we could do that, and Okada could come in for one show, and the shield could come in for one show. That's never going to happen. If it does, kudos to everybody involved, because the world must be ending. I know, I know Chris is going to be on the Peacock uh, the, this this Sunday. That don't mean Roman and, and Seth 
are showing up. Seth wouldn't like it. There's fans in that arena. so <laughs> He hates those. <laughs> uh, catching the, the Matthew Garrett power hour here for, for these final super chats. He wants more Cody talk. He said, can we get Cody back in the main event? Why has Cody not been involved in any of this elite implosion? Imagine if this was babyface Cody against Hilo Omega and the Bucks turned on Cody with kicks. This could all feel bigger, and I love Mox. I think this could be bigger. Do we want Cody in this spot? I mean, I think it'd be a little bit better. I don't know what they're doing, what Cody was doing with himself. I don't don't know. I think Cody, anything near the top is better for Cody. I just want them to get to the part where they're legitimately all together and it's the elite again, because after all, that is the name of the company. They named it after the group Mm -hmm. and then subsequently broke up the group. And I just like Cody in the main event because what he's doing now, it just doesn't click. This is the problem. Uh, Cody uh, in the very near future is going to be like uh, a guy who's on a reality TV show about himself. Like that's, that's what he's going to be. And the thing of it is, is that, AEW is in an amazing place that while he's the reality TV show guy more than he is the in-ring wrestler, there are all kinds of people who can be amazing in-ring wrestlers and get to a level they were not, they are not at this point when he goes off to be reality TV show guy, that when he comes back, those guys will all be elevated to the level where you could have a main event feud between these guys who right now are just mid-carters and by that point are going to be main level guys Versus a Cody Rhodes coming back saying, I'm a star of my own show. Everybody bow down to me. I'm like, no, I don't think I'm going to do that. And then you have things to do. Um, AEW's loaded. Apparently they used like 75 people appeared on Dynamite tonight. Like that's crazy. They're so loaded. Eventually guys got to step aside for a little bit and, and let somebody else get on TV and do stuff. And Cody being able to do that is good for the company in the long run. He'll be main event Cody Rhodes before you know it. Cody disassociated himself with the elite last year anyway. Like he wasn't even involved in the the stadium stampede. Like once blood and guts fell through, Cody was like, eh, I'm done with this elite stuff. I'm going to do my own thing. I think the real story here, and I think this sets up the, the hangman stuff later in the line. is like hangman thought these guys were like cool and his friends and, you know, he wanted to buddy buddy with them. And then they kind of like dissed him. And now he's like, He's having a good time with the Dark Order, and all these guys are dicks to each other. Like, Hangman won out in all of this. Yeah. It's weird that all of that started with, hey, Hangman, I think you have a drinking problem. Let's get you some help. And now it's like, oh, these guys are clearly dicks. I'm going to hang out with my nerds. Group of nerds that I've found. Alex mentioned that um, AEW had 74 guys on the show tonight and matthew garrett's in super chat said aw really need that second show and split this roster up so much talent another show another belt another division look i don't need like the the two show stuff i we don't need more stuff to cover here but there, there is definitely a lot of talent and they could certainly do a second show if they would like to do it but you do a second show and then instead of uh doing 74 split into two i'm not good at math somebody tell me what that is they're just gonna have 74 on both shows instead 37. Um, there you go. Instead of doing 37 on one show and 37 on the other, it's usually going to be 74 on both shows. But here's the thing. Dark Elevation, which I now watch because I, I do Mondays now, is longer than Dynamite. It's a longer show. So if you're going to do more, just use the 
programming hours that you have more effectively. You don't need long squash matches. Just use these hours better. They're building wins. Wins and losses matter. Granted, but stories also matter. <laughs> Alex, you want a second AEW show? Um, not necessarily. I think I think they could they could make elevation into like this other thing that you can tune in to watch these guys do like make it the workhorse show where like you're going to see three amazing matches on elevation. If that's your thing, tune in whenever you want or whatever. Like it could be a thing that it's its own kind of brand. Um, and Hey, 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 have the FTW uh, champion uh, championship defended there. Like make, make that be a thing where cage defends that. And then he actually loses the title. It's an actual title that gets defended and lost occasionally. I don't know. I don't need to st- we have there's so this is the this is apparently like it's like the last night uh, uh was like yeah last night or tomorrow the last weekday in the foreseeable future where there will not be professional wrestling on television and I remember being the guy who covered this stuff live all the time every night every night five nights a week would 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 kill me I can't believe you guys are doing this now but like ah, we got a good schedule worked out. That's, well, that's, nice. that's that's good because there's two of you, and then there are other people who help. It was just me and Sean. Whenever he decided to help, it nearly killed me, and that's why I got out of the game, fellas. But I'll do anything for this business except that. <laughs> uh, Zach uh, Zach Amen says someone should check how many wrestlers are featured on Raw. Uh, like five. <laughs> Well, well a, a baker's dozen if they're lucky. <laughs> uh, Matthew Garrett had some other super chats about New Japan. He, he said, "Do we like the new New Japan belt?" And then he says, "Will Osprey." He's a fan of Will Osprey. I got no comments on Will Osprey, and I don't like the New Japan belt. The belt second, is an second interesting choice, <laughs> and no second comment day. on Osprey. All right, there you go, guys. If you want to send in some some final super chats, go for it. It's the final Wednesday Night Wars. The wars are over. It was it was a marathon. It was a sprint. Either way, NXT got bullied off of Wednesdays, and now they're 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 not standing and delivering. You know, they're sitting down, sulking, going to Tuesdays. They bullied Impact off of Tuesdays. Wednesday Night Wars are done. I hope somewhere Yoko Ono is smiling because war is truly over. <laughs> um, the schedule changes next week, everybody. Felice, let everyone know where they can find you next yeah. week, weeks beyond. So next week in the weeks beyond, you can find me every day on Fightful, specifically Monday nights covering Raw and Dark Elevation, and Wednesday nights here with Sean Ross Sapp at 1010 covering AEW, and then the rest of the days of the week just doing news. And follow me on Twitter at DudeFelice. Alex? Um, this this week is is, is crazy. Um, I normally do a SmackDown thing for Sour Graps on Saturday, but Saturday's main WrestleMania. So late night Friday, I'm going to talk about the WrestleMania SmackDown. Man, it's not the pre-show. It's not the kickoff show. It's the WrestleMania SmackDown. So I'm going to talk about that on Friday. Then I'm going to do two nights of WrestleMania. Uh, <laughs> then I'm going to take a night off. And then on Tuesday, I'm back at 10.10 Eastern to talk about the first ever NXT on Tuesday show. And then following that, immediately, I'm going to talk about the Raw from the night before. Uh, and then maybe maybe I'll be on the AEW show next week if I'm alive. Alex, why don't you just do the SmackDown post show with Sean and I on Friday? Do you not watch it live? I don't. 
Oh. I can't start on time and I can't make up for lost time at the time. Oh, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, right. you know. All right, cool, cool. It's, 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 a, it's a thing. Okay. Uh, would you like an EO and Stark team for the tag team titles? Sure. No, fine. because they oh. should never had NXT tag team. Well, I, mean, yes, I agree with that. <laughs> I think EO is going to go up to the main roster for sure. And I think Stark is going to be a huge single star. Yeah. There you go. Predictions for WWE shakeup after Sunday. They're going to kick all the fans out and go back to screens. That's how they're going to shake things up after Sunday. <laughs> and, yeah. And, and Seth will be happy. <laughs> You're going to get in trouble, Alex. I know. Gonna I'm in so much trouble. <laughs> uh, all right. Let me try to run down everything that's going on. We'll be back tomorrow. Post NXT takeover, stand and deliver night two. It is myself. It is Alex Pulowski, I believe. Correct. Yeah, I'll be here again tomorrow too. Sure, I got that right. And it is someone named Denise Salcedo. Perhaps you've so heard much her. better than me, like a million <laughs> times. Perhaps you've heard of her. Uh, we'll be talking about NXT Takeover. Maybe I'm actually going to just try to force her to talk about the new Taylor Swift album, and that'll probably go much better for us. Uh, so we're doing that tomorrow night after NXT. Friday night, post-SmackDown, myself and Sean Ross Sapp. Um, Saturday, post-WrestleMania, night one. Who's doing this show? Alex, you're doing it. It's Sean's me doing yeah. it. and me. DeFelice yeah. is there. I will be there on Saturday. Who's doing the Sunday? I'll be there, too. You're doing Sunday. Alex, you're doing Sunday. Yeah. I'm not doing Sunday. I, I would like to spend time with my executive uh, executive producer. So I'm not doing Sundays. I got enough stuff to talk about. Uh, Monday, the new schedule starts. Thank God. I cannot wait for that. Also, everybody, you can watch The Distraction here on this, this channel, youtube.com slash Fightful. You can leave us a thumbs up. You can subscribe. Distraction Thursdays. Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern. I think that's when we do our show. Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we have Jack Crosby from CBS Sports on tomorrow with Joseph and I to uh, preview WrestleMania. Really, we're just going to talk about Walter for an hour. Praise him. That's what we're going to do. Um, I think Joe that, Pearl wants to remind you that you're also doing a watch along. I know. I know these things. Robert, calm down. Calm down. Let me run the offense. Oh, All right. God. All right. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. <laughs> um. You can go. You can find us over at Twitch, twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. We will have a distraction post show tomorrow. We're going to talk NXT UK Takeover Prelude because more Walter praise is what we're going to do. We're actually simulating night two of WrestleMania 37 on Fire Pro on that show. Also on Twitch this weekend, WrestleMania 37 watch along both nights. Again, twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. The Twitch schedule will ramp back up next week. Uh, this week. Little little down on the content. Been very busy with the news, getting these interviews out that people are stealing and not crediting me, or you know, causing controversy on the internet and things like that. Ryan Satin issuing retractions. Fox Sports don't pay me nothing for this kind of content that I produce. Touch of madness says Io Shirai shows up to challenge Bailey at WrestleMania. I wish in a perfect world. Yes, challenge challenge her to a what? <laughs> just like just, let's just have a match why not some wrestling it doesn't matter it's a segment yeah uh, distraction head of pr jj says uh thank you for another great distraction it's tomorrow thursdays 3 p.m now bed hope you're having a good night jj we appreciate you buddy all right everybody we're out i guess we'll be back tomorrow myself alex 
Denise Salcedo. We'll be here all week. Check us out. We appreciate the love. We appreciate the support. We will talk to y'all. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.